welcome to the We Don't Go Out podcast, a podcast about staying in. Even pre-pandemic, that's what we do. We like games, films, TV, all that jazz. And today we're going to be talking about uh, two films from our film club, which were Enola Holmes uh, on Netflix and Hunt for the Will of the People on Amazon Prime. Uh, we'll also talk about the games we've been playing, which at a glance looks like Ghosts of Tsushima, Death's Door, A Plague's Tale, the Gardens Between an Untitled Goose Game, but we'll just briefly talk about some of those because I've been playing a lot of games. Uh, makes a change from last year. <laughs> oh, all of those, Dave. All those wow. are finished. <laughs> wow, the list is working wonders. It is. This list, I'm loving the list. But keeping track and making the list. Oh, yeah. loving it. Um, but let's start with the news you've just read on Twitter, which is that 2K Sports have got the license to make Lego games. They're going to be making sports. Yeah, sports games. Now, the first one. Oh, go on. You had a little. What was the football? Digital Sumo making a football game. Sumo Digital, who made. Um, they make a lot of good games. To be fair, they do. They made Sackboy Adventure on PS5. What well, PS4 or five? And they made um, that really good Sonic Racing game, the kart one. Yeah. Oh, you probably wouldn't have played it, but it was good. I think I did. I had it on Wii. Yeah. It was good, that was, wasn't it? it was I right. think they've done a few things, to be fair. I can't remember them off the top of my head, mm. but they're pretty solid developer. I thought that might have been a studio that Sony looked to acquire, but I think Tencent owned them. Oh, okay. Could be wrong about they're that. not independent, they're part of a bigger thing. Yeah, I've got, yeah. I think they've done something with Cody's as well, I'm not 100% on that. Have they ever made a sports or football game? I don't know, but I think they're... That, that they know the fun factor when they make video games so I think it's why I'm a little bit excited about the, that <laughs> Lego football announcement it's interesting okay. I'm more interested in the Lego football than I am that newly announced Mario football which looks ridiculous yeah I seen a lot of people getting excited about that I was like mm, when I seen the announcement then I seen the trailer I was like that just looks terrible yeah I've never looks... played Oh, sorry. I've never played one of the because they've not the first time they made a football game in Mario. Yeah. But I've never played any of them. It doesn't look any better than you know those Olympic games. I love the summer ones. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't look any better than the mini well the football game in that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And that's mm. I think three or four side and it's kind of pass shoot. You have a super shot and other little things like that. And I thought that's like a fully prose game that mm. Mario one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, does it do good numbers? Do you know the previous titles? It's a Nintendo game, so it probably breaks a million every time. Yeah, it'll do over a million, won't it? It's I just don't think you get got many people excited. That was no, it doesn't look yeah. no. I mean, he rose a lot of Mario, didn't he? Anyway, we're not talking about Mario. We're talking about Lego. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Let's get back. Sorry, I shouldn't have brought it up. But yeah, I'm more excited about. The prospects of a Lego football game than they am. The yes, I mean. They could do. They could do proper. Could do proper leagues and they could do proper kits. Also good, yeah. Lego seem to get. And they reckon two K are looking at because FIFA have said the license is out for grabs, as if to say we want more than one studio to have it from now on. Okay. But obviously, with that, they can't ask for a premium. Off everybody safe. I don't know. Let's say EA paid four hundred million a year. The Dark Bombs putting a stupid number there. Yeah. To keep it exclusive to them, they couldn't say we want four hundred million off off EA and two K. That's just not going to happen. No. EA for one will just say we want less. Hmm. I didn't realise this. So it, the licensing is not going to be just held by EA now. That's. I read that on a sports site about two months ago that FIFA were looking at the idea of letting more than one company have the right to FIFA and each league and that stuff sounds, like that. That sounds good to me. It's better for competition. It is. It's just FIFA being greedy, though. Well, it, it depends. Yeah. They, they could do it for one year and be like, well, we made more money just, you know, rinsing EA, so we'll do that again. <laughs> yeah. If, if more... If more companies had the um, access to the rights, I think more companies would try to make a competitor to FIFA. Well, the reason there is now that you've got that 
e-football. We're going off on a tangent, but I'll cover it quick. E-football is getting a patch to make it fast, better, apparently, which is Pez. And you've got that is it UCL football coming out Mm. this year as well, which is completely free to play. But they're saying it's also free to play, fair to play. So um, just pause for a second because Evie's coming in and getting in trouble by the sound of it. Sorry, right. I can hear Heather shouting at her. <laughs> She's moaning about a bottle of water she took to football. Tasted horrible. But it, what it was was she took my bottle and put mixed my protein drinking. Yeah. So the water tasted like crap. Because no matter how much you clean it, you can't quite get that protein. I find smell that if, you, if you put anything other than just water in one of these bottles, you'll never get rid of the taste. Yeah. Always in there. I only ever put water in a drinking bottle. I don't know why she took the bottle on because she's got her own. Yeah. <laughs> you still doing all your running then? Yeah, one minute. Yes, I do. I've changed it up a little bit. What's wrong with her? Um, yeah, so what I do now is I've started this the last seven days. I go into the gym and I do 10 minutes run. And I go upstairs and do more weights. And then I go back downstairs and I either do 20 minute run or 20 minutes, 20 or 25 minutes run or on the bike. Because mm. um, when I spoke to the bloke around the place, he was saying, what, What's your target? I says, To lose weight. He says, but I says, I've lost a lot of weight at the top half. He says, It's been belly eight. And he says, Well, that's the hardest part, the bottom of the belly. Mm. And then. Um, he said, if you want to lose more weight, you need to run last. He says, come in, do your 10-minute warm-up. Run. He says, because I know you can run. He says, yeah. He says, do your weights. And obviously, I just do, like, sometimes I do heavy sets, but most of the time I do, like, a weight I'm comfortable with and loads of reps. Mm. He says, and that does something to your body. So when you go back downstairs, oh, that was it. He says, your body has now used the carbs it needs to use. So what it should do when you run is start eating away at the fat, the fat cells. Yeah, makes sense. Because what he said he was doing before was he was probably using all your carbs when he was running. And when he was going up to lift weights, you've got no carbs left and you don't really burn fat weight lifting. No. So, right, they're gone. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Coach, what was you on about? Football. Yeah, that champions. And sorry, so back on that, that looked like it had licenses for players only, but you make your own club, you know, like my club. Okay. And um, you'd have tables and divisions. It was very quick. I don't know if you've seen the trailer on YouTube, but it's, it looks interesting. I'm up for Lego that, football. I could be really into Lego football. I think I could be if it's, you know, it's. It'd need to be fairly good as well, not. I think the more I think about it, the more I think it's going to lack it, the dexterity of a proper football game. Yeah, it all depends on whether you can just get that kind of is it the nuances is what the word I'm looking yeah, for. Um, if you can get that right and keep coming back, like you're not seeing the same saves over and the same sorts of goals over and over. Mm. So, we'll see anyway. Nothing going to come with it for at least a year or two. I'll tell you what sports game I'm most looking forward to from then. Straight off the bat, it'll be golf. Oh, that could be good, wouldn't it? Golf could be very good. 2K do have a PGA licence. Do? Oh. Well, they did. Yeah. Because they really made the last PGA game, but I know that EA got the PGA licence again, but they've delayed their game. Ooh. I want golf. But I don't care about licences because I don't follow golf at all. Just give me some fun... Lego golf. Yeah, actually, you're right there. It doesn't even need to have the PGA license, but it would be cool seeing like Rory McIlroy, Tiger Woods and that. But then again, yeah. you could get those but individually, couldn't you? Yeah. This could be oh, massive. God. Yeah. We should be looking at Lego. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Lego tennis. <laughs> Let's just keep saying the obvious. <laughs> Well, Lego darts. <laughs> Lego, Lego Olympics. <laughs> I could go for that. Oh, yeah. Oh, that could be cool. That's a great idea. Oh. 
It's, it all sounds really good. I just like Lego. Yeah. Lego games Lego just work. Yeah. yeah. Lego dog walking. See me later. If you do, if you do like uh, massively online multiplayer, that could work as well. What was that? If you do it massively online multiplayer style, you can work. <laughs> yeah. You can uh, Lego yeah. places. I'm surprised that never took off that Lego wheels. I thought that would have done gangbusters. Oh, I thought that would have done... Yeah, I thought that would have been amazing. Well, not to be. Oh. Right, let's talk games. Go to Shima. Oh, Am I saying that correctly? I'm still not sure. Um, I've been listening to where they pronounce it a lot, and I think it's Toshima. Toshima. Yeah, I thought it was Toshima, but it's Toshima. Ghost we'll of Toshima. We'll just call it Ghost. Yeah, well, from here on, we will call it Ghosts. Yeah. So, I understand you've done 45 hours? 45 hours. I think I'm at the end. Oh, okay. Of that. Um, oh. I've done near enough all the side content. Got a few foxes, fox dens to find. Little bits here and there. If I hadn't, when you you know when you're on the horse and you're trying to find the next area and stuff, and I hadn't fought every gang of Mongols I found, I probably mm-hmm. could have knocked a few years off. But when you can do that standoff, do you know what that is? No. So when you see them, you can go into like the samurai mode where you just stand there holding your sword mm. and you hold triangle and then when they attack, you loose it, he attacks the one, then the next one runs and you have to time square to so kill them with one hit. And as the game goes on, you get a better armor and you can do more and more of these hits. It's so addictive. <laughs> yeah, it's just cool. Yeah, and that's the thing I say about it. Look, there is a good variety of tasks to do in this open world. Quite repetitive after a bit, but the combat is just so good and varied, and just I don't know, everything is perfect. Like the Zen in it, like you can go to these, I think they're called haiku mats, and you there'll be three dots on the screen mm. that have like a poem on them. You click whichever one you want, and then it zooms in, and then there's another three poems. And you click on the one, and then there's a final three. And then once you've chosen all three, he plays this really nice music, and he's, he's like, reading his poetry. But it's almost like a meditation moment. Okay. It's really, you know, really good, man. And, like, little things like when you find the fox den, you, you pray for the shrine, and then you can pet the fox, and little things like that, man. It's just, yeah. So you think you're at the end. Did I hear you say of Act 1? I'm definitely at the end, because I'm at the end of Act 3. Okay, yeah, I think yeah. so. And like it says, like, one of my last tasks is to confront um, Koton Khan, which is the big bad. So 45 hours isn't too bad. No, I think by the time I've done everything, I reckon I'm looking at 50. Yeah. Are you going for the plat? 100%. <laughs> and then it's so good. Idea. Yeah, it's just so good. And then there's Legends mode, which you can go into when I've finished it. I can buy the expansion, which I will do probably when it's on sale. Mm. Um, and then there's another set of Legends trophies been added. I just I didn't realise it came out two years ago. Is it two years? Well, when I looked at my first trophy, I got in it. I think it was 2020. Yeah. Could have been the end of 2020, though, couldn't it? Yeah. Still a long time now. That pandemic's just thrown time out the window. Yes, it has. So, recommended? 100%. For me, I told you I'm going to enjoy Spider-Man Remastered, no, but for me, at the moment, this is now my game of the year. <gasps> really? Already? Yeah, well, you've got to have one, haven't you? Ahead of Spider-Man, ahead of Arthur Rally, and just ahead of Maneater. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but I had so much fun playing Maneater. <laughs> the shark game. Yeah, it's just that was just stupidly good. Okay. I, I know it sounds silly, but if you enjoy something that much and you yeah. can't put it down, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I will buy the expansion for that as well when it goes on sale. I can't imagine what an expansion would look like. What's it, what did you do in the expansion of that? It's, it's like an Area 51 mode. They've added, like, um, and you can power up the shark even more and stuff. With, like, lasers <laughs> and stuff, that stuff. Oh, my God. I know. A proper look at that. I know. It's like me saying, oh, Sharknado should have won the NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> but it just... 
it just I don't know, mate. I can't explain it. It's just this perfect size game, and the combat's repetitive and all that, but it's just addictive. It just ticked the boxes for me. That was my need to the end. But, and then Spider-Man, I loved it, but when it came to doing the extra stuff, when I finished the game, I was like, oh, I could do this all again. But with Ghost, I don't care. I don't want to find everything. I just want it to keep going. <laughs> oh, really? One of those? You don't want it to end? Yeah. It's, I've just enjoyed it so much. The story's great, and the story's really good. There's some really lovely moments in the side stories as well. And um, there's this one part in there where, because obviously he's a samurai, but he's became a ghost, which and he's kind of betraying the samurai code. Mm. And I don't want to... Are you going to play it? I think so. I'm going to have to. No, I'm not going to ruin it then. I'm not going to ruin oh, it yeah, then. It's just this moment where there's this... No, there's just this one moment where there's like this conversation and something said, and I was like, I get goosebumps. I was like, oh man, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Brilliant. right. So I'm going to have to dig that one out or buy that one. Have oh, you got point. it? No, no, I haven't got it. I'm done buy it at some point. I reckon. I will say this if you see the PS. Yeah, if you see the PS5 version, because that's got the expansion pack in it as well, try and get that. Hmm. Yeah, because I think it runs at a high frame rate, a bit, bit smoother. I think it's 4K as well, that version. Ooh. Right, let's move on. Ghost of Tsushima sounds like an absolute banger. Yeah. It, didn't, it didn't get all out amazing reviews when it came out, did it? it got a... I think it was like 8s and 9s. I think mm. might a couple of 7s in there. I was expecting... I know it got a lot of praise, but I was expecting sort of less, less negativity, perhaps, Yes, I know what you mean, because I think everyone, everyone was mega excited for it. Yeah, I thought everyone was going to be on the same page and loving it. And yeah. it got, I, I think it the one thing you can see with it is, excuse me, is it's polished fucking the music and everything, but I don't think they quite had the budget that Naughty Dog and that get. Really? Well, it's the first in the series, so... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't forget these did Infamous, and there was never huge sellers Infamous. No. Well, there were good sellers, but not huge, and... And I think it was a bit like Days Gone. Chris Rolfe was saying to me the other day, he finished that. And he was saying it was so good. And it was the third time he started it. He says, I got into it and I loved it. Okay, well, Days he, Gone. He, yeah, he got the platinum and he was like, I'm gutted there's not going to be a sequel. Oh. That's, on, that's free to us, isn't it? If you get, um, or anyone on PlayStation Plus, that's in the library. Yes. Mm. I've got it on disc as well. Oh God, Days Gone. Oh, yeah. I bought it ages ago, and then it, that PlayStation Plus collection came out, didn't it? <laughs> of course. It did. One piece of news that I should, we should mention is um, Shadow Warrior Three. Yeah. It's quite a popular franchise. This is. I don't know if you know know this, but Sony bought a percentage of Devolver Digital not long back. I did not know that. That's interesting. Yes, they did. Shadow Warrior is published. Developed, I think, by Devolver Digital. Yep. Mm-hmm. Shadow Warrior 3 comes out March 1st or 4th. Mm-hmm. It is going to launch on PlayStation Now Day 1. Oh. Mm-hmm. Is this things to come with Spartacus, etc.? Mm, Spartacus, the uh, much yeah, game. hyped oh. uh, Game Pass rival that PlayStation rival. is launching. Hmm. Yeah. A lot of people saying that's kind of like a, a big move, saying like it's quite a big deal for Sony to get some of that. Well, I didn't know they had a stake. How big is their stake in Devolver Digital? Because they publish a lot, and it's always stuff worth looking at, even if it doesn't quite click with yeah, it's well, worth looking at. Apparently they went on the stock market, that's when Sony bought a percentage, and I think there was value, just something silly like 800 million or a billion, was it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they, they do do a lot of stuff. Publish a lot yep. of stuff anyway. Yeah. I think Sony buying a percentage of the company is them trying to like say, Yeah, we want all your titles on PlayStation. Yeah, we not exclusive, <laughs> but make sure we want them published on this. It's a bit like Epic, mm. the deal I got with them. Mm. That's interesting. I like yeah. every time I see Devolver Digital, I will give it a proper look. Even if it's a game, I yeah. think that's not gonna quite work for me or click for me. And the other ones that and a, and a Perna, Anna Anna Perna. Perna, yeah. yeah, that's another one. That, a bit like A24, we met the films. 
It was a bit like, oh, they make interesting films. Mm. And Annapurna and Devolver Digital always doing something interesting, I think. Yeah. Right, let's move on to a game we've both okay. played. The Gardens yeah. Between, or The Garden Between. Oh, yeah. Is. I played this. I finished this. On? On Switch. Ooh. <laughs> oh, I got the platinum on that. Oh, did you? Yeah. Well, I cannot get, attain a platinum because I have it on Switch. But I can play it on my lunch break at work. Ah, <laughs> uh, so nice remote play. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, as if you could, though. As if you'd bother. Well, I might do now. Yeah, carry on anyway, so. <laughs> no, you take a picture and send it to me. Just to wind me up. Anyway, yeah, yeah I played it. Um, it's very good. Yeah. Some of the puzzles took me a while. I had to adjust my logic to get yes. there. Because some of them, I couldn't see a way out. I'm like, I feel like I've broken the game. I'm in this sort of loop and I can't, there's nothing I can, there's nothing I can change or alter yeah. to get there. Because it's a strange, it is a strange game. Okay, let me try and explain it to listeners who may not know what it is. Yeah. You play two people wandering around and it is a spiral. A spiral, yeah. And all you do is left, right, or L, R on either joystick or 3D stick. Um, and it, and it plays moves, and rewinds. Yeah, it plays and rewinds. Moves time back, moves times forward. But certain things operate outside of the time loop. So you can... Yes, yeah, so you can tweak time that way. And you can press things at certain points and change things in the future or in the past. And you have to basically work your way from the start point to the end point and end up with this ball of light that you place into the end thing that's I think the only way to explain it yeah. it's basically a puzzle game very simple, quite relaxing until you get stuck just back and forward and it's you're working, the things you're walking around to these um, oversized... I think you think along the lines of Braid oh I think it's easier than no. Braid yeah it's what, that's what I was just going to say, easier than Braid but if you just think of the fast forward rewind mechanic, if you're trying to picture it, yeah, it, if you know Braid, Braid's probably like the nearest. Yeah, Braid was good, wasn't it? I couldn't finish it. I didn't finish it either, but it was good. <laughs> I never refused to use a guide back then. I probably yeah. would use a guide now. Be worth revisiting. It's a great game. Yeah, I probably should do that. See so the garden between. Yeah. You're going back and forth, figuring it out. I did enjoy it. Um, it's very short. I thought it might be a bit longer. Remind me of the story. Uh, the story leaving. yeah basically the garden in question in the title of the game the garden between the garden lies between two houses and the yeah. two friends that live their neighbours and all their memories are from the garden they play in between the two houses yeah. so you're sort of like replaying memories I guess they're memories that's the idea of the forward, forward rewind so they're yeah. all in the world you're walking through are these oversized things that I guess are punch marks for their memories, like a massive yes. Walkman or a big computer or yeah. like a big table tennis racket or something like that. A paddle, I should say. Uh, yeah, and that's what you're walking around, tweaking things, making things move and trying to solve the puzzle. It's good. It was. It didn't touch me in any deep way, which I don't know if they were trying to do with the emotional story. Yeah. But it, it was nice to see it pan out the story it did have a plot which is nice um, yeah I think I'd, maybe a 7 or an 8 it wasn't amazing yeah I think I would have gone with a 7 on that yeah yeah eight's perhaps a bit generous but if it catches you in the right frame of mind or it's yes. just your no, sort I'll get of thing that you'd absolutely love it the thing I'd say about it is it's a nice length uh, um and you can kind of sit there and finish it in a night or two. Mm. And, and that kind of helps it because, like you say, when you play a puzzle game like that, it's, it does get you thinking. Not mm. quite as much as what we were saying before, but it does get you thinking. And um, because it doesn't go on and on and on and on, with, like, you know, some of really long, like I, I gave up on The Witness. Oh, yeah. You're you've making progress. And you, like, you say, like I'm trying to say is, you can do it in a couple of nights, which is nice. I don't think puzzle games should be like month, weeks and months. No. For to go on that long, it's, that's, yeah. If you need a pen and pad, 
It's a bit much. No, I wouldn't mind that for something like um, LA Noir if they'd have gone really deep with something like that. Mm. But not uh, just a basic um, puzzle game like that. Mm. It is quite basic. basic. At its core, it is quite basic. Yes, I suppose I'm saying it's not quite basic because they've tried with the story and that, but yeah. Mm. The core game mechanic is quite basic and it's quite, it's just nice and easy. You know you're not going, because it is linear, you're not going off the beaten track and you know, you can see what you've got to do. The puzzles are, everything's there in front of you and it's very logical, apart from a few bits where there's a bit of a leap of logic. But no, I, I did, I really, uh, really enjoyed it. Stuck out to the end, like I say, it's short though. Um, have you played any other games I mentioned? Have you played Untitled Goose Game? Yes, finished that, it was good, that was. Mm, that got a lot Very of repetitive. Hype. Yeah. It didn't deserve the hype it got. No, that's what I was going to say. Some, it got some ridiculous review scores, if I remember correctly. Yeah, everyone was going nuts for this game, and it was like 17 quid, and I was like, it seems a bit steep. And it's too... Um, ob- is it obscure the word I'm looking for? Like, what to do? Well, I thought that at first. I didn't like the handwriting. I don't know if it was my dyslexia or just the terrible no, no. handwriting of the of the tasks. I was like, I struggled to read some of them. I was like, what am I supposed to be doing? Yeah, there? yeah. Because you press the menu button and you see everything you're supposed to be achieving in this section. And it yeah. wasn't always it wasn't always clear what the clues were. But yeah. yeah, it was very vague. But it was kind of it was just like a little playground, really, wasn't it? Yeah. You I just kept trying stuff until you got it right. And the AI was quite clever that if you move stuff around, they would always yeah. know what items go looking for and put yeah. back in a certain position so it reset the puzzles well. Mm. But I just found it a little bit annoying when you had to do two or three things to get one thing going. And yeah. and mm. if you couldn't get the controls perfect or the timing. But yeah. it, it was fun. I like the ending when you had to sneak back. Yeah, with the bell. Yeah, I thought that was great. Because you, you, you see that right at the start, don't you? Forget about it. And yeah, then at the end, you're what? like, yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, the bells. That yeah, me. I thought that was really, oddly, give me a good chuckle. Oddly, that reminded me of um, that film Triangle where all the dead seagulls on the boat. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> That's what it reminded me of. I thought, oh, <laughs> how many times has he done this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, enjoyed, uh, I did enjoy that. I like the Englishness of it as well. It's nice to have a, yes. a game set in old blighty. But um, it did not deserve the hype, let's be honest. Did it? Nah. it I mean, I got it on digital. I got the retail version I did. Oh, did you? Which was nice. came with like, a nice little sticker pack and big, I think it was an instruction manual and stuff. But yeah, it was full. I played it once. I looked at the trial list and I thought, nah. <laughs> did you do any of the extra ones afterwards? No. No, I didn't. No, I'd had enough then. Yeah, I'd had enough. To be honest with you, towards the end, I had to Google a couple of the things because I was just like, what, how? Like, I don't... (laughs) I didn't have to Google anything. I was quite proud of that. Yeah, fair play. I think it might have been just like I was thinking to myself, I can't be bothered. I want to finish it. Yeah. But I don't want to be wasting time on it either. Yeah, I know what you mean. You get games like that. But yeah, finished that one. That's ticked off. Enjoyed it, but not what did not deserve the hype it got. No. That would be my takeaway. Again, another seven or eight. Good, yeah. solid game. Um, no, I know at the start I said I finished all these games. I was referring to the Switch games. I am playing on PlayStation A Plague's Tale. What's the full title? Plague's Tale Innocence? Yes, that one. Plague's Tale Innocence. The one you told me I'd somehow missed and I should play. I did. Yeah. I went back and I started it. Um, yep. It's okay. It's not pulling me back every night or anything. Um, yep. Where are you up to? I'm up to... I don't know. It all seems the same. I've got these bomb things I can throw that light things up that I've been taught how to make in some little village place where I went to see a doctor who, mm-hmm. I think, died. Have you got to the castle yet? No. No castles yet. Ah. Uh. I loved it, and I think I think maybe once the story picks up a bit, I think you'll appreciate it more. Okay. okay. Well, I'm hoping the story picks up a bit more because it's a bit. I mean, there there are hints of something going on. You'll be the first person 
out to the like on that forum and that and go on that probably say mm. yeah <laughs> like everybody else is like yeah that is seriously good okay well when like when it gets going because I feel it's very repetitive at the moment it's like I'm just staying in light and have you got your rat powers yet rat powers no the boy no no nothing like that okay okay so it's obviously a lot coming my way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll stick with it. Uh, so yeah, I'm still playing that, chugged, um, plugging away at that. But here's the switch has been taking most of my attention. Death's Door is the one I finished just last night. Mm-hmm. That's very that good. Then? That's really good. I really, really I enjoyed that's that. That's on PlayStation as well, isn't it? Now? It is. Yeah, it is on PlayStation as well. Yeah. Um, and I, I spent, let's say, fifty percent on the TV and 50% handheld it works yeah. just as well on the big screen as it does handheld oh, you got yeah. the LED yeah the OLED sorry yes yeah, the, yeah I've got the big not the big it's the same sort of size the screen's a bit bigger but yeah the, the Switch OLED yeah yeah and yeah this game's really good I don't know if I if you'd like it it, it draws a lot from Zelda yeah it's not top down though, and it's not three D. It's that it's that beautiful isometric. Isometric. That's the one. I love that viewpoint. Yeah, I like that angle. It's really, it's the animation's good. The story's clever and good. Um, it does that clever isometric thing too when you get into certain areas and the camera will just swing around and everything looks different. And yeah. because you found like a secret area, and you're um, unlocking something, it's very good. Very good game. Um, the combat's tricky but rewarding. Quite okay. basic. And the second major boss, I didn't take a single hit when I beat him. Oh, eh? And I only played him twice. First time round, I was just figuring things out. Second time, didn't take a hit. So that was the... He was very much an exception to the rule. Everything else. Yeah. The first time you meet him, you're like, Jesus Christ, and it kicks your ass. <laughs> I- that yeah. studio is the one that made that game I really enjoyed. Is it Titan Souls? Oh, they made Titan where, Souls. I'm sure they did where you shoot the arrow into the bosses, like Shadow of the Colossus, but with 2D pixel. Mm. I remember you saying about that. Yeah, yeah, saying about that game. Yeah, it's brilliant, that was. Mm. Maybe you would like this then. It's yeah, I will good. give it a whirl because the devs have got pedigree. Yeah. Yeah, I. I yeah, I really enjoyed it. Maybe game of the year so far. Let me look at my list. What's on my list that I've played so far this year? Oh, Ori in the Blind Forest Definitive Edition. Have I spoken about that on here? That was very good as well. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. I think Death's Door, probably front runner at the moment. Mm-hmm. I've just got some more stuff in the Nintendo sale. I've picked up. Um... Oh. Just add to that backlog. Yeah, to that battle. Well, I'm eating it up. Six games down this year, Dave. Oh, go on. All on Switch. Um, what's the um, Broken Broken Sword number five? I want to say. Serpent's Curse. Yeah, and a normal Lost Phone. I also bought that. Oh, what? A normal Lost Phone. What's that? You know that guy who made oh Bithel, Mike Bithel. Yeah. I think if I'm thinking about the right game, it's his. It's a game by him. It's a little... He made it, like, between big projects or bigger projects. No, it's like a little one-man band. And he made this little yeah. one about a found... lost A lost phone. And I yeah. think, basically, you're just interacting with the phone screen, trying to figure stuff out. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, looks good. I think it's that... I might be thinking of another one. Anyway, it looks good and simple. Uh, but that's all the games I've been playing. Oh, is that it? That's it, Yeah. <laughs> I love these little games, Dave, on Switch. Smashing yeah. through them. Plus, there's been a gig, big gap between us recording as well. <laughs> yeah, that's been too far. Yeah. Too big. Uh, yeah, so let's talk about our film club films. Oh, if, you can remember, if we can remember them. I can remember them quite well, pretty well. Did you rewatch Hunt for the Wilder People? I did start rewatching it and then I forgot that I hadn't started an hour and a half so I was like I better get that done and then <laughs> and then go something but I can remember quite a bit of it to be fair okay right let's start with the Nola Holmes because that is a Netflix pick and Netflix always goes first okay 
this was your pick. Now, this is um, starring something Bobby Brown. What's her name? Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown. I think she was 18 today, wasn't she? Because she's... Is she only just turned 18? I'm sure I've seen, heard some on the radio about her turning 18, or was it 21? I'm going to Google it, but I think it was 18. Bloody hell. I'll quickly, go, I'll quickly Google it. She's got her own makeup brand, you know. Get lost. She has, yeah. Oh, why is she going to be a mega... She can, she's already probably mega rich. Yeah, she's oh, in Stranger Things as L or Eleven, yeah. which gets season four this year. She's in this, and this is going to be a recurring, I think. She's going to be in another one of these, or another two or three of these. Oh, my God. She, what, she's 18, 19th of February 2004. Jesus. So what? She was probably what then? 12 when she started, 13 years old when she started. Stranger Things. Bloody hell. She's doing all right, though, isn't she? Yes. Makeup brand. Couple of films that, or this film under about that we're about to talk about, and yeah. and one of my favourite TV shows. Yeah. So, what did you make of it? I really liked it, actually. It's yeah, like, I was actually shocked. I was surprised. <laughs> I was like, this looks like it's going to be like, you know, and it was. It was fun. It was, you know, pacey. I thought, yeah. I thought it was going to be a little bit corny and cheesy for my taste. Yeah. I don't know if it was my low expectations, but I was like, yeah, this is actually really good. I'm really enjoying this. Yeah, sure. Oh, it was like that. I was kind of like, I'm sure this got panned by reviews after I picked it. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I don't know, I want to watch it. And then it started and I thought, yeah, it's all right. She's, I like the way she's breaking the fourth wall. I like um, that. And normally that irritates me, but I didn't mind it in this. Yeah, she did it really well. And I thought, I love the way she had those little lines where, you know, when... Oh God, Sherlock and I can never remember his brother's name. Sherlock and M- oh, oh, oh! Well, I nearly said Moriarty. It's... Is it my my? But my lose. No. Oh fucking hell, Dave! What fucking hell? I'm fucking hell, son. I used to stick Let me get two, two seconds. I got it. I got it. I got it. It's Minecraft. Minecraft. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! The bloke who played Minecraft. You can't believe he's Minecraft. He's a bit of a handsome chap. <laughs> he's normally Christ. not portrayed that way, is he? No. Anyway, I'd never seen him before, but um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed like when they meet at the train station and he's at the question and she's like kind of giving him two, three word answers. Mm. Carriage. Like, where's the carriage? Why are you dressed like that? <laughs> Just little things like that. I thought it was really good. It was probably a tad bit too long. But mm, I quite like. I didn't mind the length. It didn't. I didn't. Mm. It didn't seem to outstay its welcome for me. I, I enjoyed it. Excuse me. I'm knackered. Carry on. Um, it was good. It all felt authentic. Mm. I looked it up afterwards. I thought. I wonder if this is like just literally made straight for a film for Netflix or if it's really old yeah. like the original Sherlock Holmes and they're, they're new books aren't they from like the uh, post 2000 and there's like six oh, or they? seven yeah and there's six or seven of them who's writing those? Uh, I can't remember a, uh, a lady I can't remember her name but um, yeah I think there could be a string of these if that did well yeah. I don't know how well it did because um, Enola pops up in Thingy, doesn't she, in the BBC series, the last one, doesn't she? Oh, I didn't I didn't remember that. Remember, it's the girl and he thinks he's having a plane crash or something like that and it turns out it's his sister who's been terrorising him. Oh, yes, I do remember that. Big part. Yeah. Big character, actually. <laughs> yeah. Pops up. Was said. she called Enola in that as well? <laughs> she... Probably is because they're probably basing it off these books that yeah. they're thinking of spinning it off as well. But um, I think the only thing that I probably wasn't overly keen on, I thought Henry Cavill was fine as Sherlock Holmes, but he didn't quite have that. He wasn't as smart as he should have been. Yeah, oh, yes, didn't seem as smart or smarmy. You know, like mm. how Sherlock comes off across as like. 
not that he thinks he's better than someone, but you know, he, he's, he's got no filter. <laughs> no, he's got no filter, has he? He just yeah. says what he's thinking. He didn't yeah. quite get that with that one, unless he's written different in those books. But that's it. I've never read the original Sherlock, so I don't know how he actually is portrayed in those. Yeah. I only know from the BBC Sherlock, and, yeah. and the films that Guy Ritchie directed. Yeah. And they're very different Sherlocks. <laughs> oh, and I think it was good. Um, elementary. I didn't watch that. Oh, that was really good. That was a female Dr. Holmes, wasn't it? Was that Lucy? No, that was... Uh, she was Dr. Watson. Oh, she was Dr. Watson. Lucy Liu, wasn't it? Mm. But yeah, there's a sequel coming out, I think, this year or next, so... For Enola? Yeah. Yeah, I knew there would be. They'd make all their yeah. blooming books. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was, a, it was a thumbs up from me. Yeah, thumbs up from me. I enjoyed it more than I thought yeah. I would. Yeah. Now, I picked on Amazon Prime, Hunt for the Wilder People. Mm-hmm. Uh, New Zealand film by... Taki Tika Tika? I don't know what we keep talking about. It's Kiki. Yeah, him. Yeah. One of my, I need to know his name because I really like him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and this was a, a kid, an orphan. Well, I don't know if he's orphaned. Is it? It's given, like, parents giving him up and he's bouncing around the uh, rehoming. Uh, what's it called? What's it, what's, it, uh, what's it called, Dave? What? Bouncing around, he's bouncing around the system. Oh, yeah, yeah, someone yeah. to take him in and look after him. And then they foster him. system is yeah, foster, yeah. foster, that's the word. The foster looking for foster parents. And he gets lumbered with these people in the middle of yeah. nowhere, up in the mountains in New Zealand. Yeah. And uh does not long and then the woman who's all keen to have him there dies and he's left with the cantankerous Sam Neil. Sam Neil, yeah. God, you would not have known that was Sam Neil, would you? Straight away, it took me a while to see the man behind the beard. I, I always thought, I mean, I probably didn't say really rude, but I always thought he was Australian. Oh, did you? Yeah, I don't know, I just, the accent, I'm just ignorant, sorry. I thought he was um, American. I, really? Yeah. Oh, I knew he wasn't American. <laughs> oh, I thought he was American, I thought he was doing a good accent. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, he gets lumbered with him. And then uh, adventure ensues as they, uh, yeah, they go trekking basically for one reason or another. Um, I really enjoyed this. At the start, I was a bit like, mm, it's not quite connecting. But then after about half an hour, I was like, oh no, this is, I'm loving this. I'm into it, and I really enjoyed it. Oh yeah, well, two seconds. Samnia was born in Omar, Tyrone, Northern Ireland, to army parents, an English-born mother, and a New Zealand-born father. Oh. And he moved to New Zealand in 1954. Okay. Okay. So, so carry on. Northern Irish <laughs> with an English and Northern Irish and a he's North, New Zealand He's parents. born in Northern Ireland and mm. he's got a New Zealand parent or parents, yeah. 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 Well. Uh, yeah, so yeah, all in all, loved this film. thought it was very good. Yeah. The kid was great. His, his little one-liners. <laughs> well, it's got yeah. it's got that humour that is very unique to the um, director. It's his humour, yes. and it comes through. Because saying that, I know people who would watch that and say <laughs> that's terrible. I know. You had me in tears at points. Yeah, it's very funny. <laughs> I like the. I had to Google it. The line when he's running off, and she goes, "I'll never give up." I'm the Terminator. And he, he goes, no, I'm the Terminator. And she's like, no, you're Sarah Connor. And you're Sarah Connor before she couldn't do chin-ups in the second film. It's <laughs> 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 like stuff like that. And you just, it, it's like when he made that, we only said, and he goes, we're not werewolves, werewolves. we're werewolves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, he's unique. So funny. Mm, very unique. And I knew that, um, that actor would pop up. I don't know his name. He's Murray from a. Yeah. You know. He just saw the adverts on TV. Yeah, he's brilliant. I don't know his name, but he just really he steals everything, doesn't he? He does. He's so good. He he's a, he says the swear words line, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Yeah. Oh, he's. I knew he'd pop up in it. Just it being in New Zealand and him being who he is, I knew he'd pop up. Yeah. Yeah. And he did near the end. I can't remember his character's name now. 
he's like, ask me that. He's like some infamous, he thinks he's infamous, but no one's ever heard of him. And he's yeah. been hiding for 20 years in the woods. <laughs> yeah. No one's remembered who, who he is. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Well, yeah. We can talk spoilers, but I don't really want to in case you haven't no. seen it because you might not have looked appealing. He's a bit of an obscure film, and I think if people find it and watch it, they'll get more from it. Yeah, yeah. No, I really liked it. We didn't talk spoilers in Enola really either, because there is a no. plot, there is a plot there, and it was quite good. Yeah, and a few twists and turns. And uh, yeah, I think, the, I think the plot's good in Enola. I mean, no, it's based on a book, so they didn't have to like come up with it or anything, but it worked. Yeah, and the hunt for the world, the wilder people. I enjoyed the plot in that too. It was very much. Um, uh, almost like a buddy movie, really, wasn't it? Took them out of an awkward buddy movie, and they, yeah, they work it all out. But yeah, no, it's, it's, I really enjoyed it. I think this week's been the closest to pick a winner at the two for me. It, it is close. I have got to go with the world of people. I, have. Yeah, so, <laughs> I was going to say it is close, but I know who I'm picking. Yeah, I've got to go with that because it, I really, really enjoyed in our albums, but like I always say. Can't be laughing your head off or being shit scared. Mm. And Build the People is a funny film. It is. It's really good. I really enjoyed it. But again, like you say, not everybody's cup of tea. No. No. But, oh, like I said, my mate sent me this trailer for um, a film called Mom or Nan with, is it Catherine Tate? Oh, okay. And, and I watched the trailer and I was like, I didn't find any of that funny. <laughs> and he, he texts me back. I didn't say nothing to him because I don't like to insult people. So I feel like if you say you don't like some other people find funny, they take it like an insult yeah. against their intelligence. And it's not that. It doesn't mean... Like, I love jackass. Mm. So, you know, I'm not thick, but I love jackass. It's because it's potty humour and it's just stupid and it really does make me laugh. But I don't like Mrs. Brown Boys, which all my mm. friends love. Um, I don't like... Yeah, that like Catherine Tate's got a couple of funny sketches, but she's not my date. I'm not a big Peter. What's his name? Peter. Peter Cat. No, yes. Oh, I like Peter Cat. Not, not a big fan of his either. I mean, don't get me wrong; he's quite funny, but he doesn't make me like cry or roll over in tears. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Well, like, if I tell my mates to watch your tea crowd, they wouldn't get it. Yeah. It took me a long time to get into the OT crowd. I think I gave it three or four attempts before it clicked. I don't know why I kept going back yeah. for more, to be honest. But when it did, I was like, oh, my God. So funny. Yeah. I went back to Peep Show last week or the week before, and I just couldn't get into that again. Oh, I love Peep Show. But you... Yeah, and now it's people do, but it doesn't... I don't know. I think it's the angle, the, the first-person perspective to shoot a lot of it in. It's all first-person. Yeah. Everything's first-person in that always from someone's point of view even if like the shots in the street they're from like a, someone walking along it's never a static yeah. camera it's not like that. that isn't I love it have you you love Parks and Rec don't you yes have you watched The American Office no I have watched the first episode so I need to go back to it was quite funny the first episode was the very first episode is literally line for line The English Office yeah, I'd give it three or four episodes, and then it starts to find its own feet. And after yeah. after like six episodes, it's flying. It's so yeah. good. Yeah, we'll start to get into that. Cause I do like Steve Carroll. Oh my god, it's 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 the best. I think it's my favorite comedy of all time. Yeah, it's so funny. I will get back into that. And, and another one you can't watch. Oh, I should have sent it to you when I sent you back your game. Is the HBO. One with the two um, back linking back to our um, hunt for the wilder people, the two New Zealand guys. I think I've told you about it before. It's like music. Oh, based. fly to the Concords. Fly to the Concords. Because you've yeah, I do need torture. That is no. so good. If you yeah. can find that going cheap, Justin I... Clement is he? Something like that. Uh... That's one of the actors, isn't he? Could be. They use their real names. What is their names in the things? I can't remember. It's Brit, Brit, and. Uh... Oh, what's the other guy's name? Oh, <laughs> he plays the baddie in Men in Black 3. That's an obscure reference. <laughs> I haven't seen Men in Black 3. Oh, yeah, it's quite good. If you really do love 
Toy his films. You need to watch. I think it's called Tiger. No, Eagle versus Shark. We I picked that on this. Dave. We watched it, did we? Yeah, it was my pick, and I thought it was Sorry, shit. yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah, I didn't like it. Oh, I did. I like the end when he beats him up in the wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the guy. That's the guy in... Um, yeah, just Yeah. Whose name I can't remember. But yeah, I yeah, so right then. I didn't like it. It's brilliant. So, it's Will the People, so that's 3-0 to you. Is that 3-0 to Netflix? It's 3-0 to Netflix. 3 Nil to me, and all have been Netflix films, I think. Let me have a little look. Uh, Podcast Movie Club. Oh, no, that was that was Netflix. That was the first... Oh, that's Prime, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah I had Netflix. Prime, yeah. Oh, and the first one, one. The first one was Gone Girl, and that was on Prime. So it's 2-1 oh. Prime. Oh. It's 2-1 Prime. And 3 uh, nil to me. I'll be done. So, I'm picking now for Netflix. So let's announce the films. I don't think you would have seen this because it's new and I haven't heard you mention it or talk about it or tell me to watch it. So it makes me yeah. think it's not on your radar, which also makes me think it could be shit. So <laughs> <laughs> let's have a look. Um, across, this is the, um, the uh, spiel bit. Synopsis. Yes, that's the word, synopsis. Across different eras, a poor family, an anxious developer, and a fed-up landlady become tied to the same become tied to the same mysterious house in this animated dark comedy. Yes, the house. <laughs> Have you watched it? No, it's on my watch list. Oh yes, good to pick one yes. you haven't actually seen. Yes, I am looking forward to this one. So I've typed that in the house. That is my pick. It's a twelve, isn't it? That I think. Yeah, it is. I don't think it's like a aimed in any way at children. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, have you got your prime pick ready? Yes, my pick is synopsis first. Yes, synopsis first. A man yeah. refuses all assistance from his daughter as he ages. As he tries to make sense of his changing circumstances, he begins to doubt his loved ones, his own mind, and even the fabric of his reality. This is the father. Which was released in 2020. The father type. Anthony Hopkins and the amazing Olivia Coleman. Oh. Oh, Mark Gattis, isn't it, as well? Who? Mark Gattis. Mark Gattis. You know who he is? No. He wrote Sherlock. <laughs> oh, did he? He's in here. Is he an actor? Yeah, he plays Minecraft. Oh, he. <laughs> <laughs> I don't dig in deep on these things. He wrote Sherlock. Yeah, Mark Gattis did. Legend, like guy from League of Gentlemen. I'm sure he did. You're probably right. I don't know. Did you ever watch that um, thing? He's involved, or the other people from League of Gentlemen are involved, and it's a bit like... Oh, we actually created Sherlock. Oh, did he? Yeah. Mm. And Dracula. Oh, I didn't ever finish Jack Dracula's series. I need to watch it. Is it good? It started well, but I didn't really get to the end of it. Um, what was that other thing? It's like number 42 or something like that. Or the, I know what you're on about. The House Number 9 or something. Did you ever watch yeah. those? No, is that still Netflix? Uh, I think it's BBC iPlayer. Okay, I'll check it out. It's good. It's like um, a BBC version of Black. Mirror. Mirror. But like scale back and more. more. Yeah. Well, I don't know, they're all different, they're all very different. Some of them are brilliant, some of them will fall a little bit flat, but mm. definitely all of them worth a watch. In fact, I might okay. rewatch that, that was good. They're nice little bite sized things. Yeah. Okay, so the films for next time on Netflix, we've got The House, and on Amazon Prime, we've got The Father. Incidentally, yeah. if you've got. Um, Disney Plus um, and you did enjoy The Wilder People um, Jojo Rabbit is currently on there which I'm going to watch as well soon have you seen it? I haven't watched it yet no oh god what was that noise? was that a good noise? yeah it's brilliant just yeah. be prepared 
Okay. <laughs> it's not like it's got some dark moments in it. I would as it should have. I was, I was imagining it would, based on the subject matter. Yeah. So I'm going to just quickly run through what I've seen since you know. <laughs> <laughs> since the last time, you've been busy yes. watching. Yes, I've been quite fairly busy. So did I, did I talk about Jackass forever last time? I think you did. I think I did, didn't I? Because mm. Enola Holmes is after that on the list. Okay. Anyway, so I finished Murderville on Netflix. You know, that one I was talking about where they have actors who don't know the script. Yeah, improvised guest actors. Yeah. I, I need to see it to understand it. Six episodes. I'd say four out of six are good. Two of them are quite flat. Mm. The, the main guy in here, I can't remember his name, he's Army Hammer, is it? Or something? Not Army, no, it's not Army Hammer. He's, like, been cancelled, eh? It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he has um, been cancelled. Arm is a toothpaste, isn't it? <laughs> no, he's he, it's Will on it. Sorry, apologies. It. <laughs> he's in it. He's brilliant in it. Um, it's really good. Some of the episodes, the Sharon Stone episode is good. The um, episode six, we've oh, I can't think of his name. I'm going to Google it because. It is really, really funny. And that guy, um, you, you couldn't pronounce his name. He was in um, Lovesick, Kumal Nanjin Yano. Oh, I, yeah, I don't know his name. but I know His episode was great. And Ken Jeong, his episode was brilliant. But, yeah, I recommend that. What's it called again? Murderville. Murderville. Yeah. I've also watched Tomb Raider on Netflix, which was way better than expected. Tomb Raider? Mm-hmm. The new the one. Oh, look at that. I've not... Yeah. No, it's on Netflix. It's the lady from um, Ex Machina. Mm. And that was good. I watched the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the new one that came out the other day. Mm. That wasn't very good, but it was... Me- it, but I think horror fans will probably enjoy it because it is mad gory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I went to watch Uncharted. Oh, yes. I knew you went to the cinema. I couldn't remember what you went to see. What was that like? Um, it was way better than expected. I've got to be honest. I thought it was going to be a dumpster fire. And I'm expecting it to be a dumpster fire. Was it actually good then? Yeah, it was, don't get me wrong. It was brilliant. So it started out it was with the plane scene. And it was all... I thought, yeah, this is going on. And then it kind of goes back. And then it, it, as action... Bits here and there, and it goes a bit quiet for a period where they're doing all the investigative work and that, you know, like mm. for all the catacombs and that. And I was a bit like, this is this better end on a bit. And it did. The last 30, 40 minutes were brilliant. I mean, I know it's a CGI heavy, but the finale was brilliant mm. with the pirate ships and the helicopters and the fights and stuff. And Tom Holland was actually better than I expected. Okay. Does he, is he a good Nathan Drake, or is he his own take on Nathan Drake, or is he trying to be... By the end of it, he's Nathan Drake. He's not Nathan Drake before that. He's kind of like this cocky bartender thief. Okay. And then so he like becomes Drake. Okay. Yeah, he like... By the end of the film, he's got the outfit on that he wears in Uncharted. I think it's four mm. or three when he's on the plane, you know, mm. and he's parachuting to the bomb. And then right at the end of the film, he gets the the gun holsters. Yeah. He puts them on, you're like, that's the moment. And there's like a few people in there who's like, yes. Like, he's dead funny here. And I'm so like, uh, and then like, at the very end, like, he's, um, Mark Wahlberg, he plays Salute, but he's Tash. But right. there's just, there's two post credit scenes. And, um, the one, proper, I think it made everybody laugh who was still there. It was a really good, funny moment from Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> and, and, and that's where I felt like the chemistry had then really clicked. Right. Like, they felt like Sully and Drake then at the end. Interesting. I'm, I'm hoping it keeps doing well at the cinema because I'm thinking, you know what, I really do want to see another one. Really. Okay. If I had a couple of negatives, it's, the score's not that great. And he's probably the guy who did Game of Thrones. And, you know, Indiana Jones? Yeah. You know when he travels, like, from Africa to Germany or whatever, and you see that plane going across Crescent the map? red line, yeah. Yeah. They kind of did that in this, but it looks really crap. Yeah. It's, like, got this jet flying across this map, and it's CGI-like. Yeah, like a sat-nav. <laughs> yeah, almost. 
But then the plane gets to the destination and then the next scene is Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland on the plane talking. I'm like, you didn't need that CGI <laughs> bit. You could have just done them on the plane. Yeah. And then when they landed, you could have just done it on the screen like, I can't think where they went to, Peru. Mm. And I think they did that anyway, but I was just like, yeah. Is that just a, like a nod to Indy? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Mm. But... I think a lot of people are going to watch it and go, oh, I should have done Mr. But the way I look at it is, got trashed by the critics, but again, it's doing well at cinema. It's got a B-plus score in America. Um, that Rotten Tomatoes, which I don't personally visit, but I've seen on Twitter, I think 86% or 88% of people have been to see it, raise it. Oh, wow. I just think people just... Critics are hey, to touch what people... You know, if people watch a dumb action film, it doesn't need to have a great story or... Mm. amazing character arcs and stuff what did Mark Kermode say about it have you, have you heard I don't know I've stopped stopped really listening to any critics and stuff and reading reviews about stuff now to be honest if it pops up on my top Twitter timeline I might read the headline if I find it interesting yeah I'll read it but generally now I just watch what I want to watch yeah and I think that for fans of the game I think they should go and see it what age rating is it I think it's a 12A. Okay. Which, you know, means you can go, as long as you've got an adult any age. Mm. There's nothing violent, but there is a couple of, like, scenes where you're like, whoa. <laughs> where people get shot and stuff. I was like, I don't expect that. Mm. Right, you've got a quick list of what I've been watching, because I've managed to squeeze in a few things. Come on, um, I've watched The Invisible Man. Good film. I enjoyed that, yeah. I was surprised how... Um, not surprised how much I enjoyed it, because I remember seeing it come out during lockdown. It was, like, one of the first ones to launch as, like, a home cinema thing where you could pay 20 quid yeah. to rent it. Yeah. In fact, I think I texted you about it, because it said, um, the cinema experience at home, and I was like, £20 no. to go and see a film isn't the experience I want to take home. <laughs> It's, it's the yeah. big screen that I want. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I was pleased it came onto Netflix, and I watched it, and I was I thought it was a very good film actually. Um, yeah. And then I watched. Uh, Did you ever try Costa Mike? Have a guess. It can't have been much. Really? You think that? Yeah, there wasn't much going on there, CGI wise or anything. Cast. Well, I mean, she's in a lot of things, but I don't think she probably commands a massive price. I'm going to say. I can't have been more than... Well, it's nice locations. Let's say 20 million. 20 million? Mm. I, I think I've read it cost 10. Oh, OK. I was going to say 10, but I thought you were making it sound like I was way off. So I was going to say... No, so I think the special effects are amazing for a film that costs 10 million. <laughs> well, the, that's the thing. It's just an invisible bloke. It's not much special effects at all. He's totally well, invisible most of the time. Yeah, but I mean, like, the fight scenes and that... Mm. Yeah, I suppose. No, I thought. Yeah, I thought quite low budget. Not yes. low budget fight scenes. I mean, I don't think it needed a big budget to pull it off. No, I think when you look at it like that, though, it's more impressive what he did with ten million. Mm. It was very good. I enjoyed it a lot. If you enjoyed that, you should watch his other film that he made a few years back. On um... God, actually, I'm going to Google this because I know you would like this film. Okay. You know, Lay One Off. He was one of the original directors of Saw. And he, he was actually in Saw, if you remember, he was the photographer. still in it I did set it up as a shared note it says Dave says watch this and there's one that says Ant says watch this and there's loads in there <laughs> so don't think you've watched let me go back up here so Where was I I'm sorry if you can hear my dogs that's alright um, oh I'm going to film this that's what I'm looking for Um, and then I watched something on 4OD 
called One Night In, which is a series, Josh Widdicombe. Yeah. And the guy he does the last leg with spend all night in different places like Legoland and the Alton Towers and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like another comedian guest every time. That was good, yeah. I enjoyed that. Sorry if you can hear that. Harrison's playing up now. Oh god, it's all kicking off. Yeah. Uh so yeah, one night I enjoyed that. Oh my god. <laughs> It's this time of night where the dog's going nuts and the baby comes down and plays with him to tie him out for bed. Oh. So they just got mad. Dog? How is the new dog? She said, he said, she's fucking she mental, said. mate. <laughs> she's just fucking... She's just a puppy like her. She's just... She won't leave Henry alone and we don't end up for it. Mm. Um, just mental, mate. How old's Henry now? He's not that young. Four. Four, yeah. No. He's still quite puppyish, I'd imagine. Yeah, but like, he's like at that, you know, only 13, 14, and you don't want to hang around with your little brother or sister who's 10. <laughs> yeah. He's like that, Rosie. Oh. He needs to sharpen up, though, because she's going to be bigger than him. So she'll Is be able to pull him. Yeah. You can Not by much. But they're the same breed, aren't they? No, no, no. She's a cockapoo. He's a, sh- he's a um, lasso lap, so. Oh. I thought they were the same breed. Nah. She's faster than him. How is life with two dogs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hard to walk them both together. Oh. Well, I haven't done an official wrap up. I was just going to say we need to do the wrap up now. Yeah. All the dogs and that gone? <laughs> yeah, and we're just yeah, but it's alright. Let's do an official wrap up then. Uh, quick reminder on the films for uh, to watch for the next episode. They are The House and The Father. Uh, we will catch you next time. Thank you for listening. This is the We Don't Go Out podcast. Yeah, catch you next time. Just had a thought. I don't think I introduced me and you at the start. No, you didn't. <laughs> Never mind. Don't matter. <laughs> I'm Dave. I mean, <laughs> well, I'm bad. Not... We didn't even talk about PlayStation VR 2. Oh, we didn't, no. Well, next time. Okay.